0: Chapter 1 Alaska, United States Dr. Garcia collected her luggage from the small collection area at the Wiley Post-Will Rogers Memorial Airport. She'd only been waiting five minutes, but that was hardly surprising. The airport served a city of just over 4,000 people. It was a small airport for a small city, but that didn't make it unimportant. Quite the opposite. This was the home to one of the most advanced federal research sites in the United States. As she left the luggage area, she flipped out her mobile phone and called the person that had demanded her present in this most remote of places. As she lifted the handset to her ear, it rang twice until answered. There was no voice at the other end. "'Dr. Garcia here. Please put me through to Dr. Murphy.' There was a succession of clicks, and then a series of rings started. Dr. Garcia sighed. The effort of trying to get through to Dr. Murphy was always a game she would rather not play. Another series of tones came down the line. It sounded very much like a fax machine or one of those old 8-bit computers with the software on cassettes. She hit the secure button on the phone, followed by her passcode. There were yet more tones until there was a final click and a voice came through. Dr. Garcia? asked the voice. It's me, answered Dr. Garcia. Good. Uh, Have you arrived safely? asked the man. She approached the doors of the terminal, barging them open with her bag, and stepped out into the bitter weather of Barrow, Alaska. Yeah, I'm heading to the carpool. Is the system back online yet? "'She asked in a frustrated voice. "'As she left the building, she stepped out to the road "'and towards a waiting car, a large black Chrysler 300 limousine. "'Stood next to the car was a tall man in a black suit "'and wearing a woolen hat. "'He spoke quietly to himself and then opened the door. "'Dr. Garcia walked to the car and climbed inside, "'leaving her case to the man. "'Listen, the situation has got far worse.' We've managed to contain the breaches from the first attacks, and the firewalls are holding. The car's here, she said in a matter-of-fact voice. I don't like it. Wait till I get there. Have you cut the hard lines? You can't afford an external breach, even if the labs are isolated. The situation has become far more complicated than that. What do you mean? she asked. I can't say on your cell. Just come straight to me when you arrive. We have to protect our research data at any cost. Sounds a little ominous, Harold. What's so important about it? asked Dr. Garcia. The car pulled away, the low rumble of the powerful 5.7 liter V8 growling away. As they moved off, another identical vehicle pulled out and followed them onto what the locals considered the main road. Dr. Murphy went silent for a moment, then almost whispered down the phone. Anna, we've had a breakthrough on the project. I mean, a real breakthrough. Dr. Garcia considered Dr. Murphy's comments for a moment, trying to decide whether this was good or bad news. The fact that she had been called in usually meant the latter. Her curiosity got the better of her. As in, you've got it to work? No wonder the data connections are under attack. Sounds like you have a mole. Either that or they've been tampered with. The only reason to hit the LSEC system is if somebody has already compromised the labs and is trying to get the data out. I assume you have guards at all the LSEC points in the facility? She said. Of course. I can't say any more. You'll be at the center in a few minutes. Come straight to my office. You've got a lot of work today, doctor. I'll be with you shortly, answered Dr. Garcia. She held the phone out and hit the in call button. The possibility that the research center had made progress was intriguing. She had only the most basic background of what they were working on, but she did know it took up almost the entire research budget. This and the fact that every major medical research company was itching to get their hands on it made her just a little uncomfortable.